Welcome back to the Slutpreneur Podcast. You're listening to two sluts who like to make money. I'm Anna D, the professional goddess, here to give you a sneak peek inside my life as a girl boss, mentor, retired cam girl and stripper, viral TikToker, and top performing OnlyFans creator. I share the ups and downs of running my multi-million dollar businesses and the fucked up road to riches. And I'm Liz, the other brain behind the professional goddess and the bitch that keeps shit running. Get ready to hear about all the behind the scene moments at the mothership, what it's really like to work with the professional goddess, and just exactly how we turn out viral content that leaves you throbbing. So come take a peek inside our pleasure chest of everything sexy, slutty, and business for our hustle and honeys. So whether you're a beginner slut or a retired hoe, or just a bad bitch here for the tea, we've got something for you. And after a decade of experience creating a female-ran empire, and all the lessons learned climbing up the corporate ladder, we welcome you on our journey to the slutty path to success. So grab your notes, put on your crown, and And let's get get down down to fucking business. All right, sluts, let's get straight into the kink of the week. Kink of the week. I want to eat that pussy. This week, it's a degradation kink. Degradation. Degradation. I thought it was degradation. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> degradation. And according to Urban Dictionary, a kink where people usually get aroused by being humiliated during sexual activity. Praise can also be added in. Other things like choking, spitting, slapping, hair pulling are usually included. Words like slut, whore, bitch. Well, they even have some examples with a dom and a sub. The dom says, does my pretty cum slut feel good? The (laughs) sub says, yes, love. And then the dom tells them they're a good girl. So I wonder if humiliation is like a category under this or if this like what covers it all, because I feel like there's a lot of layers to degrading. Degradation. Degradation. I feel like it would be a branch under humiliation because I think this one, this one is like specifically not attacking someone, but like they are telling you you're a worthless piece of shit. Whereas I've also seen some where... Like a dom has sent their sub out in public. Like I even saw one where they like put a milkshake down his pants and then he had to go into Walmart. Yeah, it was. It, it Wait, was, you saw that happen? It was a, I saw it on TikTok, oh. which, you know, you can only believe so much on TikTok, well, but there's a video. <laughs> I've always seen the people walking around the mall with like their guy on the a leash. The leashes. Like, I saw one of those on a plane great. once. Once no. again on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I do all of my traveling on TikTok these days. <laughs> You had a Skype call mm-hmm. I needed you to do. A one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Good reminder of the cam days. Hadn't done one in a while. And, you know, we're, we're hustling. We're on high drive past two weeks. So I've told the team I'm willing to roll out content within 48 hours for customs. So I was like, this is an opportunity to do what I promised. <laughs> right after I got out of the shower, did my makeup again. So, yeah, I'm like, Paige, who's the guy? What do? How do I need a dress? What do I need to know? And with her great customer service skills, she went back through the chat history, reminded me who he was because he was somewhat of a regular. We had had a phone convo before coming to find out he follows like all my socials. So he's very hyper aware with what I do as a business owner, which he also was praiseworthy of, which is kind of nice. Like you don't get that from 
all the Johns on the site. You don't get that from the random person that stumbled upon the Rebecca Ryan right. and stuff. Exactly. They're like, oh, she's just us alive. And you're like, oh, she's a triple slut. <laughs> <laughs> she's a quadruple fucking She's hell. an every whole slut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... So she says he wants a cucking show, and I literally am such a fucking idiot. I was like, could you give me the definition again? Because, like, (laughs) am I basically just humiliating him? And, like, even I don't have all my ducks in a row every now and then. It's been a while. It had been a while. You were slowly starting to get back into exploring, like, some camming options. Mm -hmm. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how you like it. But I think there are bursts of energy every once in a while. So, had me a little cup of Jameson, um, got, like, a dominating outfit on, and then I'm Which trying... Which would you wear? It's what I wore to the Galentine's Day party. It was, like, Victoria's Secret high neckline lace. Mm-hmm, the, like, like, black lace? Yep. Mm-hmm. I have my my feet are peeling from the foot mask, so Beautiful. Was, like, let me not have foot drippings <laughs> in his face. So um, we're trying to coordinate Skype. We get on Skype. I have my fucking AirPod in and the sound isn't working. And I'm like, this is so awkward. So we're like, let's go move to Snapchat video. But Paige is logged into Snapchat. So she had to log out. We couldn't find the password. And I'm just like, oh, my God, we're 10 minutes behind. <laughs> this I thought this would only be 15 minutes. Everything we think is only going to be 15 minutes is never only yeah, 15 just minutes. Just like the podcast intro. We <laughs> there you go. There you go. Here's here's a great fucking example. <laughs> so, bum, 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 we get on the show and then like it all comes back to me. Like this guy's from New York. I know he spoils his three daughters. He's like a financial advisor. He probably is listening to the show. So shout out to you. Love you, boo. So he reminds me how much he loves my left lip, my hoo-ha. Like your, oh, your left lip. Regina, pretty princess. The pretty princess. First instinct was like, thanks for reminding me I'm not perfect. So he reminds me about my labilillas. No, scratch that. So he loves your left lip. Has he like, has he like given them names? Do they have different names? I hope so. I will ask that next time. Please do. I expect a report back. Yeah. And if he doesn't, we'll just humiliate him more. That's fine. But he said he had studied it for a while. And then I was like, you know what? I appreciate that. He's like actually juicing me up about what some would say flaws are. And let's just shout out to the big labias. We love them. They're like, we love them. You've done some big labia work recently, Mm -hmm. haven't you? Yep. We curate signs here for the horny stoner and the signs are just educational text about normalizing sex. And we did big love for big labia and the feedback from women just feeling loved was phenomenal. Yeah, because that's not that's not what we're taught. That's taught as an imperfection. I mean, someone even said today, like symmetry. Your face isn't symmetrical. Your everything. She was like, your everything's not symmetrical. Okay, like who well, has I a mean, perfect technically symmetrical no. body? <laughs> Heard you know, like no, that's true. There, like it doesn't the same. There's maybe like three people on the planet. Don't they say like hotter people have perfect symmetry? So anyways, I had a great uh, humiliation show. It went over time. He tipped me, but not enough. I told him it wasn't enough. He tipped me more. That he fit- under-tipped you. That's fucking humiliating. Well, it made me realize I needed to be more stern. And I think this is very important when you're telling a customer they need to tribute you. It's like, do you leave it open and then they surprise you with a big stack? Or do you say the amount even though they could have paid more? Mm-hmm. It had it, like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah. 
Oh, so he wanted basically me to cuck him, mm-hmm. which there's many different scenarios this can happen. Had he ever previously asked for this type of thing? So it's definitely his thing. He said that when he was younger, like these two waitresses took advantage of him. And at the time he enjoyed it. But now you realize like it probably wasn't consensual, but Mm -hmm. it did open a big door for him um, that he likes being humiliated. And I think a a lot of people go to work and they're the boss and then they want to come home in the bedroom and reverse roles. Mm -hmm. You know, they want someone to tell them what to do. So his wife had in the past they had a big cock man a big cock man <laughs> come over and big cock man he fucked her he watched but he was basically humiliated in the corner because mm. he had you know not a big cock yeah at that point it's multi-level a someone is fucking his wife in front of him b his cock is much smaller mm-hmm. or say he sends his wife off to go have drinks with his girls and then or drinks with her girls, then she comes home and talks to him about, like, all the guys hitting on her, etc. So I had so much fun telling him my anal story. He ate it up. Yes. So it was was nice to relive that and, like, actually have him enjoy Mm -hmm. that. And then he gave me anal tips. Yes. What did he tell you? So he said he was familiar with that entryway, like, that one to two inches of getting in there that's mm-hmm. excruciating but once you're past there you can pretty much take anything and he was saying like if you can feel those ridges in there with your finger really massage them wiggle your fingers around do a come here motion and it can really push to that orgasm that we all are unsure how to get to mm-hmm. in the butthole in the butthole so it was nice nice have you ever cuckolded no or de degradation de- uh, de- uh i <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think I've ever done any degradation. I feel like I could. <laughs> what about like customer fully- service? <laughs> <laughs> On customer service, if you're a fucking idiot, yeah. I, I've, I'm i very professional at telling you that like you're an idiot. Like, I walk you through the whole process. Love that. Like, I'll make you tell me what's wrong. Like, yes. Love that. So I'm yeah, sure and, I could do that in the bedroom. And if anyone in the reviews comes for me for how I pronounce things, here's just a casual suck my dick. Um, instead, I'd rather you come from the horny stoner. <laughs> Hornystoner.com for all of your sex toy needs. Dick needs. Dick needs. All right, let's slide into sluts in the news. Today we're going to be talking about cryptocurrency. Some of us are well-versed, some of us are not. (laughs) (laughs) So from CNBC, we are reading an article under tech. So Bitcoin has become a lifeline for sex workers, like this former nurse who made $1.3 million last year. Regulations and bank policies designed to combat sex trafficking have made it harder for sex workers and adult entertainers to practice their trade, especially online. And I'm sure all of you are familiar with the OnlyFans episode, payment processing, it all comes down to combating sex trafficking, but hurting sex workers. Yes. So many have increasingly turned to Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as a way to accept payment for products and services and protect their funds. So this article just talks about how a lot of them basically are using Coinbase. I believe you can receive Bitcoin through Cash App, but there's so many 
platforms like PayPal and Venmo that will just fuck you over the second they think it's a sex work transaction. Here's my thing with Bitcoin and crypto and everything. I've tried to ignore it as much as I could. And have I also heard it referred to as just the male MLM? I also have. Do I really understand it? No, I don't. I don't. Do I feel like we have to figure it out and understand it? Yes. (laughs) I think there's slowly becoming so many more conversations in our society, in our government, especially where they're realizing, hey, we have to like really get down our regulations, really figure out how all it can be transferred, how all like what are the full ins? What are we going to take? Yes. Where is their percentage? Everybody needs their fucking cut and everybody will get their cut. It's so mainstream. Is that, is that how the kids say it these days? I mean, all I really know is there's a Bitcoin button in Cash App and every now and then instead of paying someone five bucks for my coffee, I send them five bucks in Bitcoin because they don't have any Bitcoin. And I'm like, look, now you have point zero 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 one Bitcoin. <laughs> but a Bitcoin costs like, I don't know if it's twenty or forty thousand dollars right uh, now. We all should have gotten Bitcoin when it started. So when you get a hundred dollars of Bitcoin, it's just a percentage of it. Uh-huh. And just like stocks, every day the market can go up and it down. Adjusts. So every now and then, like I'll buy a few hundred Bitcoin and then in a few weeks it's gone up and then I can sell it and I just made like twenty bucks just we from that. buying it and we then selling it. We love some very away. passive, almost passive income. So I think this is brilliant if you can get on the crypto train before it gets hyper-regulated to get some cash without all the percentages taken. And yeah, if we have any, if we have any slutrepreneurs out there that like crypto, crypto is your thing, like you understand thoroughly, um, feel free to reach out at management at professionalgoddess.com. <laughs> we might need some insight in the future. I, and honestly, I would fucking love that. Cause I don't ever want to give advice. This is just based on my experience. And even just reading this, I'm like, maybe I need to do a little more research because as a freelancer, a lot, we have to like study this hard shit ourselves. Like taxes were really confusing at the beginning and payment processors, you know, it's, it pushes you in a corner being in sex work, mm-hmm. but even in other day-to-day jobs, like, I don't know if you could go clean someone's house and get paid in crypto. <laughs> I don't Probably know. if they can, if, especially if, if crypto is now on things like Venmo and yeah. cash app like i think that's the point i'm sure i'm sure you could anyone could so there's uh who was the model we interviewed the love handles older woman who was on OnlyFans, not showing her face and her boo was in finance so they've been dumping all of her only is it just the her or is it was it a couple that came on the couple came on yeah okay i think we'll try to link that below i know it's the one that has love handles in the Okay. Hustling with her love handles or something. So cryptocurrency, we'll do a little research for you. I think it's really important in this line of work and just for everyone in general, like investing can be scary as shit. Yeah. I do. I have someone on my TikTok. Maybe I'll try to find them or see if they come back up. They literally like break down crypto and investing and like a whole bunch of shit as if they're like a fucking kid trying to explain it. And you know, it makes sense then because it's real dumbed down. (laughs) All right, enough about crypto. Let's talk. Let's talk about you guys. Let's talk about y'all. So some of y'all have been leaving some five-star reviews. And when you leave a five-star review, a unicorn has has an an orgasm. orgasm. Yes, queen. Pow. (laughs) 
And I, I want to share them because I do, I read every one of these and I am very sensitive and I, I love hard and cry harder. <laughs> um, and that's true. I can fact check that. Yeah. Okay. Here, these, these two are about the podcast and then I'll read one that's more about like the book. Okay. So here's what you sluts have had to say. <laughs> love her XO. <laughs> A whole lot of love in ourselves and unapologetically. That was from. Isha V in Canada. Thank you, Isha. Next one says, all the feels. Thank you for your vulnerability. I cannot explain how much the last two episodes have helped me. Sending all the love and empowerment energy to you. From Venus in Velvet. Meow. Look at it. Meow. <laughs> I, it's, you. it's definitely reassuring when people remind me that my vulnerability is helping them because it is the only reason I stay vulnerable. <laughs> well, I mean, didn't you just share on your Instagram story that the, the most engaged posts of yours are the ones where you like snot nosed face crying in the car? It's, That's pretty hey, vulnerable. We're all about the insight. So I suggest everyone go on Instagram and cry. Yes. Cry me a river. Okay. And then we have a five-star review for the book. So this is from Shana. She left a five-star review and said, this book is just amazing. I love how the writer is constantly encouraging you to know your worth. Every last thing in the book is all broken down in an easily digestible manner, which makes it super easy to follow along and absorb information being provided. I also appreciate the personal experiences being shared along the way. The addition of the certificate and Visa card was just icing on the cake. Aww. I absolutely love this book. Aww. Thank you, Shayna. Thank you, Shayna. <laughs> <laughs> <so> Cries now. <laughs> Look at you, kicking ass, taking names. Yeah. So check out the podcast, which you're listening to right now, so clearly you already are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also check out professionalgoddess.com where you can find Slotrepreneur Secrets. We still have a few copies, like the physical XXXL, the big girl edition, edition. If you need a little smaller edition to start out with, you can check out the E-Series and the E-Series bundle. They're direct excerpts from the book. So you're getting the lists that are in the book. You're getting info that's in the book, just broken down in smaller chunks and pieces. And I believe Apple, you can leave a review. Um, I know on Spotify, I don't know if that's available just yet. And I don't know I don't about Android either. I don't know anything. I don't know. I think Spotify just started something. But just figure it out for me. Appreciate it. <laughs> Hard. No, no I meant it. the audience. Oh. <laughs> you guys figure it out. Leave a review or I will rage. Leave a review. Yeah, reviews make our world go round. I think we're top charting in the sexuality category in every other country but America. So help a hoe out. Help a hoe. 1-800-HELP-A-HOE. So we're going to talk about customer service today because everyone, I think, is either in it or (sighs) on the other end of it. Everyone's in it to some degree somehow. (laughs) Yeah, my only like non-sex work customer service was at Smoothie King. And when you were like 15, yeah, young 14. little Anna. So I mean, really if people like wanted their drink remade or drop their fucking cup, I did it. There was never like no one was ever upset. I don't remember. But now that I'm in the virtual <laughs> world, <laughs> Everyone's yeah. upset all the time. Now, I will say with e-commerce, shipping orders out, customer service is almost as heavy as sex work customer service. 
What type of customer service? Okay, besides what you do right now for your e-commerce stores and what you've done when you were, it was just you, what previous customer service experience do you have? So starting the e-commerce stores, doing customer service with uh, all of the all of my customers, just doing email, virtual customer service. Okay, so you have the Smoothie King front-facing and then the sex work. Oh, and then sh- the strip club, too. That's fair, because I know that's that's kind of what you always allude back to is where you learn, learn. a whole lot of your strategy and your hustle. 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 Now you, my darling, are well-trained. <laughs> I had to train myself. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, Jesus. All the customer service I've done. I would argue as young as being a camp counselor at camp and dealing with like kids and their parents that thought that they were hot shit. Even like in college, I was an RA on my campus for three years. So like that was dealing, I I would say with customer service, especially when we had like residents having issues and like when it just turned into everything. And then after college, I went into some more retail. I had done retail in high school and whatnot. So yeah, I, ugh, I have a lot, a lot of customer but service years. Was I mean, I feel like face to face is a whole different concept versus being able to type it up, take a breath, fact check yes. yourself. Face to face is extremely annoying and anxiety ridden. Customer service in general is anxiety ridden, but face to face is another one, especially because I'd say the majority of people, especially like the older generations, they just like think they get their way and they don't, especially when I was a manager, like I was not the manager that just let people do things because they wanted to. Whereas like my my managers above me or like my bosses above me would pull the, oh, well, it's fine. Just do this. And I'm like, okay, then why is it a rule? Like, why? Why? Let me just tell me it's fine. Well, where's the line where the customer's always right? That's actually one of my points for me. The, cus- <laughs> the customer's never right. I'm just <laughs> no, I am. I used to ask in my interviews what people's thoughts of the sentence the customer is always right is that was an interview question with me because I like it is not that the customer is always right not that they're always wrong but like a lot of the times customers come at things like they're angry they're upset and like they don't know how things touch on the back end so they just assume something can happen they can get their way and like that's not always the case sometimes it is and then it goes as far as them like opening a chargeback when they actually got the product. And then Ugh. it's like the customer is stealing. They're not right. <laughs> I just submitted information for a chargeback the other day. And like it just makes my blood boil because we get charged the amount. Then we get charged a chargeback fee. And if we prove to the bank or PayPal or someone that the chargeback is faulty, you then get charged those plus an additional faulty chargeback fee. No one wins. Yeah. And even I think it's called an arbitration or something. But when we file them through some of our other stores, depending on the payment platform, Visa has this fee. They're like, if you want to proceed with this case, this fight, mm-hmm. there's like a $500 fee at to some fight point it. Like it, that you may or may not get. So it's... That's when it gets really, like, it feels like you're at war <laughs> in a way. 
and that there's no there's no win yeah. especially for small businesses like yeah. it's a little bit easier clearly for like large scale companies but small businesses like you're not gonna pay a 500 hundred dollar fee for yeah. a 62 dollar chargeback like and there's so many days like i obviously on different platforms talk about the work side of things the back end and there's so many days i just want to talk about experiences I've had like with other companies that were bad, like their bad customer service, because I feel like I have a standard of what a business would do in certain situations. Mm-hmm. And I'm never the type to like, give me a full refund. Da, da, da. I'm like, Hey, this is broken. Can I send it back? And they're like, no, no send backs. I'm like, but it's broken. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> like, I get it, but I'm yeah. being, I'm being nice. I'm being respectful. I'm not asking for something that's really out of the realm. So as a business owner, I've always kind of done it on intuition. And then when we hired more, it was like, okay, but what's the policy? We can't just pick and choose Mm -hmm. who gets replacements, who gets so-and-so. Like if it gets stopped at customs, you know, who pays that fee and the customer's mad that they have to pay it, but it's in our policy. Like there's so many yeah, a lot of people Spectrums. could also solve their problems if they would just either read the items descriptions on things or just look through a site's terms of services. Like, well, no one it, does that. I know, but like, that's the problem. <laughs> right. Like, if you're going to ask about shipping, read their shipping policy first, yeah. which shouldn't be 10 pages. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they have a resource somewhere. Now, mm-hmm. somebody super small and just starting out, like, might be trying to get their shit together, might not. But generally, like, the answer is on the website. Or when, exactly, if there's an abundance of information, you just look. Um, But, like, when moms, like, their kids will order a bong from our site, and then the mom's calling and raging, and I'm like, just send back the bong. Yeah. Or, like, I'm sorry that you didn't know little Jimmy took your card. Exactly. (laughs) Because they're like, what is this? And it's like, "Mm, have you you talked to your child? So like I said, there's so many times I want to talk about these experiences, but I feel like A, it's not providing like confidentiality to our customers. Like I wouldn't want someone to be scared to shop with me because of that. But then there's also a part of me that's, you know, we watch Lydia talk about all the people that piss her off in a week. And that's why I follow her because Mm -hmm. she's talking about the real shit. So today you guys are in for some tea. We're going to talk about a real shit customer. And I'm sure she... (laughs) She could be listening, but you know what? Own up to to what you the decisions you made. And this customer did. <laughs> they did own up to it. All right. So we're going to talk about that process. We're going to talk about it. So we're going to call this person Riley. This is Riley. So I came in on, I believe it was Valentine's Day. <laughs> came in, got in the emails, and had an email from Riley. So Riley had purchased one of the mentorship videos. We have one that is literally just like a minute video um, that you essentially you sit down, you like find out what they want. Do they want inspiration? Does someone want matchas? Do you just want to like be told you're loved and like you got this and and kick it? It's like a cameo. Yeah, kind of like a cameo, but we don't want them to take their percentage. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so it's our own cameo. <laughs> yes, so we'll do the damn thing ourselves. Exactly. So come in and I have this email from Riley. 
Hi, I'd like a refund, please. It's been a month since I ordered this. Not only that, the digital content I purchased was unimpressive. Um, so Riley got, I think, one of the little like small bundle, like single E-series. I wanted to support PG because I've been listening to her podcast for a long time, but I can't imagine getting a one-minute video worth of $40 if the $6 content was so useless. Sorry to be shitty, but $40 is $40, so I'd like a refund. It is $40. (laughs) Like, I get it. Yes. Um, And... Spring is in the air, lovelies, and with it comes a fresh wave of energy, blossoming flowers, and endless possibilities. But you know what puts an extra skip in my step? My fabulous partners at Viahem. Trusted by a whopping 250,000 plus goddesses just like you, Viahem's products are just like a magical wellness wand in a bottle. Feeling a bit frazzled after a hectic day? Cue the Via gummies for instant relaxation. Battling stress and anxiety? Don't worry, there's a gummy for that too. And for those intimate moments, Via has concocted something truly special. High Love Gummies, infused with pleasure-boosting cannabinoids, libido-reviving herbs, and just the right touch of THC, these gummies are your ticket to an electrifying experience between the sheets. But wait, there's more. Via offers an array of other gummies, with or without THC, catering to every goddess's needs. Whether you prefer a subtle 2mg dose or a bolder 50mg kick, Via has your back. From improving sleep to sharpening focus or aiding in recovery, there's a gummy for every occasion. And the cherry on top? You can easily browse and shop their collection online, categorized by strength and effect. And here's the best part, darling. Via ships discreetly to all 50 states, right to your doorstep. No medical card needed. So go ahead, indulge in a little self-care spree with Via Hemp because you deserve nothing but the best goddess. Head over to viahemp.com and use code goddess to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies 21 and up only that's viahemp v-i-i-a-h-e-m-p.com and use code goddess at checkout please support our show and tell them we sent you take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from viahemp now back to the show in this situation with our digital content, you literally buy it. And as long as like your thing processes and it's not fraud, then you get instant access. So like you can buy the whole PDF and you literally get instant access to it. So she had the content. Clearly she thought it was unimpressive. So I emailed her back and I said, good morning, Riley. Thank you for reaching out about your order. I'm sorry that you found your digital content to be unimpressive. The professional goddess appreciates your support, but also wants to ensure that you enjoy the content that you receive. I have issued you a refund for the being untraceable and wishlist tips purchase. The customized video, however, will not be able to be refunded. This custom content has already been recorded, as well as is still within its estimated delivery time. Per the product description, this is why we read product descriptions. This is why we write product descriptions. And I copied and pasted. After purchasing this item, 
you will receive a follow-up email prompting you to fill out a form with some additional details about your video. Essentially, we send, if you get any of the mentorships or the one-minute video, we send you a form so you can fill out. We want to know your name. Is this to you? Are you gifting this to someone? What pronouns would you prefer to be referred to? Like, what what are your questions if it's a mentorship? We want to make sure that we're customizing it to you. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So you have to fill out this form because, sorry, Shopify doesn't offer like 20 question forms to fill out. So continued from the paste is general turnaround will be estimated at 10 business days after details are received from you via the follow-up email you will receive after your purchase. Our records indicate that from the form, your order, gave them their order number, was filled out and submitted on February 1st which would put the estimated delivery date being tomorrow, February 15th. You can now access your video by clicking here. At this point, I literally, I was just, I was going to my computer that day to send these out. I tried sending them out over the weekend. Files were too large because, especially with this one, it was a one-minute video that was purchased and you did like a 10-minute video. <laughs> well, I was like, okay, yeah. like, I, clearly, like, that's totally fine and I'm glad you were into it. But, yeah, like, don't ask me a question about inspiration without me <laughs> taking a year to explain it. <laughs> And I, and okay. Which is good. That meant you like, you were doing the content that you felt like they needed in that moment. Look, I've, I envisioned her sitting right across, you know, a bar table from me and we just met and she asked me this question and it was like all the lights turned on and I gave this like, (laughs) You gave a 10 minutes. Yeah, speech. this tear jerking response. You also like, you literally, I think what they asked for with this one was like inspiration. Oh, it was inspiration and setting like boundaries. boundaries. LOL. And like you did research. <laughs> like you, you came with facts. Yeah. So I linked them and I said, we also believe you'll be pleasantly surprised at the extra time the goddess put into it. Please make sure to download your video to ensure that you have it to rewatch in the future. If you have any issues accessing the video, please do not hesitate to reach back out. We hope you have a hustle filled week ahead. And also like the reason why we don't just refund the custom video is at this point, like you have already put your time and energy into creating it. Girl, it is just like giving someone a lap dance and then wanting a refund because you didn't fuck them. First of all, the club rules. You can't fuck in the club. Yeah. Second of all, no refunds. Third of all, you're paying me for my time. Yes. That is is the thing, especially I feel like with the concept of custom content, like you are paying for the time and energy that it takes to create. Not even necessarily, well, the content, yes, but more so what you said. Yeah. You put, you put 10 minutes worth of energy. So I replied back to them and sent this, um, expected some snarky response back or something. I do want to, just before I forget, (laughs) go for it. $40 for, no, never mind. That would actually be more than, uh, I was saying like what I charge per minute for a cam show. You don't know what you charge per minute for a cam show. Because we negotiate. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) Because of time. Yeah. Because, yeah. But again, that happens. You give a Skype show and then they decide they want to open a chargeback. Yeah. And And then your account gets deleted on PayPal. And you had, like, they had the whole experience. They had the whole thing. You lose. Yeah. It's not fun for for, for. Um, So then I get a reply back from Riley. OMG, thank you so much for your kindness and patience. I took an Ambien that night, and good lord, I've been putting out fires ever since. Next time, I'll just stay awake, because that shit is not worth it. 
The video is amazing, and I'm so grateful for her taking the time to do a bit of research and giving healthy tips and reminders. I'll definitely be watching the video daily just to be reminded of all the ways to make sure I'm protecting my boundaries and stepping into my new confidence. Excuse me, my new confident, if tired, self. Thanks again for being so patient and kind. And again, I'm sorry for being a difficult customer. Y'all didn't deserve that. And fuck Ambien. So that like, at least they owned it. Do I still wish? How happy was I when <laughs> she sent that? And how much did we laugh about the Ambien? I love it. We, it's hilarious. Yes. And at least you're going to come back and own it because most people don't. But like, I also remember whenever I told you about the original situation, like, I could see like the, the irritation, anger, yeah. the anger, just because, especially since you had already sat down and like done it and poured your heart into it. So Riley, if you're listening, thank you for owning up. Thank you for letting us know what was going on. <laughs> it's a lot to unpack and process because same with the orders here when things aren't delivered or not as like, is anticipated. It's hard sticking to a boundary of policy, which is why I like here that we can discuss and change based on these interactions we have. But what I've learned from actually listening to podcasts about customer service is you always want to make sure that the customer is heard. Sometimes just sitting there and shutting your mouth and letting them blow off their fucking anger on you. Let them get out the monologue that they have prepared for the previous hour before they Mm -hmm. called. And right when you... before they wrote the email. (laughs) So right before you reply, you did the perfect thing. You acknowledged how they felt and apologized for them feeling that way. And... Okay, I did a backhand. I did say it was for... See, here's, here's where I differ a little in my responses. And that's just be, that could just be the years of being a bitch in customer service. I do not apologize for things unless there is an actual reason to apologize. Would you ever um, say sorry for the way they felt? Cause that, that's, I hate when people apologize. See, but to on, me, that feels more backhanded. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're, you're just sorry that I, I took yeah. it bad. I just, it also, I think it's part of like the education side of me. Like I was always trained when like, communicating something like you never say something you're not willing to do. So I think in my mind, I also do that as like, you don't apologize unless you actually like, there's a reason to because then it almost becomes like a a traditional thing to just throw in like, Oh, I'm so sorry. No, that's fair. So fun little (laughs) tidbits. I mean, this morning, I didn't ship out a yard sale order. We do virtual yard sales. I didn't ship out a product for like two weeks. And finally, customer service was like, hey, do you know what this girl's talking about? And I was like, oh, my God. So I ship it. I send her the tracking. I say, hey, I'm refunding you. That was unacceptable. I sent her a you video. You sent her a video. And was like, I'm fucking stupid. I- <laughs> well, like, you owned it. Like, you also know, like, when you have a reason to say sorry, you say sorry and, like, make it up and fix it. Yeah, so it was um, – that's just how – that's how I roll. I mean – Sometimes like if someone gets a a gift and it's broken, but our policy says like you have to open a case with USPS to get your insurance to cover it being broken. Like I know that sucks for the customer to do. Um, So part of me still, I struggle with that when it comes to broken things. Like, do you blame the post office or as a business, do you swallow those costs? What if you can't afford to swallow those costs? I think also with customers getting upset on that front comes with the lack of 
maybe previously being in business or being like on the back end where in their mind it's like, oh, well, you fucked up. So like you have to fix it. But just because like something happened in transit doesn't mean that like we fucked up. And if we just have to fix it, that means we eat whatever that cost is. And like every cost counts. It does. Especially the small businesses. When we had the hurricane here, it was like taking four weeks to ship stuff. And I was Mm. like, Hey, I don't have electricity. I literally can't print your label and I can't walk to the post office because the, the road is cracked in half. You could ju- you could have like handwritten the label. You could have like thrown it up into yeah. the hurricane. Let it. I should have called a helicopter to fucking drone your package. I need to make sure our terms and services include natural disaster. <laughs> drone this pussy. <laughs> so. Let me, okay, I do have to call you out on something. That's okay. So before we had the idea to do this customer service one, when we had the idea, Anna approached me in the office. She handed me this little printout of a website homepage or something. And she was like, let's do customer service and hands me this like four page thing. And I was like, okay. I was like, what is, is this, is this like something with a lot of good info or whatnot? I tell you, this morning I get on Google. Wait, I, 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 I told you I didn't read it. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You tell me what you did first. I'm piecing I, this together I get in my head. on Google and I literally type in customer service, pros and cons. And it is the first link on Google. I, <laughs> that's what I did. I Googled it and clicked the first link. I didn't read it. <laughs> Not that it was bad or anything. Let me guess. So, is it generic as fuck? Like, be nice. Oh, yeah. It's like, what are the pros and cons of working in customer service? Pro. No experience. No, no problem. problem. <laughs> Which, I mean, some of these are also valid. So, like, no experience, no problem. Yeah, customer service, most people are going to have to do it at some point. Like, I would say my beginning customer service was, like, camp counselor or, like, working at the mall. You had Smoothie King. Like, we all had an intro into this concept of customer service that was going to strangle us for the rest of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your... Can- <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Always carry in case there's cake. Bladesforbabes.com products are intended to protect you while also being cute as fuck. Whether you just started your collection or just need something pretty to open your packages with, we have something in store for you. Hand-packaged by my stellar team, we infuse every knife order with bad bitch vibes guaranteed. Stay safe and sexy at bladesforbabes.com. So the overbearingness of like a Karen or a Kevin, I think in sex works, there's a huge majority of Kevins because Mm -hmm. they see porn for free. So they expect so much for so little, if anything. Which like, why? Why do they? But I feel like a a Karen is the same way, like in real life. And when I see those situations happening, I empathize with the customer care so much and Mm -hmm. how much patience it takes. So I think in this job, you have to have a huge amount of patience. Otherwise, that shit's just going to wear and tear you down and ruin your day. I mean, you can latch onto these conversations and really get emotional about it if you're yeah you gotta i think one of the things like you say early in the podcast and touch on is the concept of you have to have thick skin to be in sex work because it's gonna be it's gonna be all day and it's gonna be the scammy ones and it's gonna be the ones you have to weed through but like the weeding through sucks but that's gonna be a lot of what you do especially in the beginning when you're learning and you're figuring out like 
what the fuck is a red flag and what the fuck is a green bag. Totally agree. The more you weed, the faster you find the fresh, fresh meat. So with that being said, when it comes to these Kevins and Karens, having a tolerance of patience, having kind of like a list of phrases to say when things get hot and heavy, heavy to dif- diffuse the situation. It's always scarier in sex work because you never know if they're going to get violent, volatile, vile, or, or you know, they're going to dox you or stalk you. So there's, there's a security element mm-hmm. on a constant level to it. Ooh, we had someone buy a knife and they didn't like it. They said they were going to come down here and murder us. Because they didn't like the knife. It was insane. And we called our lawyer about it. And they were like, you can just call the cops in New York and do a wellness check on them. You got their name and address. Mm, that's fair. Um, so yeah, we they were, had placed an yeah. order. <laughs> if they were in our state, we could have done a little more digging. Mm-hmm. Because being a public figure, you never, you just never know how crazy people are. Yeah. People will get in their car and do bad things. Yeah, that's why we're secure as fuck here. Exactly. Going back to the concept of like having having things that you can go to to say and like knowing how to handle the situation, I think my biggest thing with customer service and my biggest piece of advice is to just stick to the facts. Like when I make responses, even outside of customer service, like working like in a tough situation, in a tense conversation, like what are the facts? And like with Riley, the fact was here's the date, like, here's the window that was on the, like, here are all the facts. Let me fully explain it out to you. And like, then let me hear what you have back to say. And in this circumstance, it was like, oh, cool. So like, I hadn't filled out the form. And I even I thought like, it was on us. It was new. It was mentorships. Like we needed to like, check and make sure it was fine. We checked and like the email had went out. So like, you just got to read a little more. And if you know, setting boundaries with those conversations for if a guy buys two nudes for $10 and doesn't like them, you know, I have like a $50 arena where if someone gets spicy, I'll refund them if it's under, uh, <laughs> there's a baby in the background. We have a baby yeah. in the warehouse. If we didn't today. say it already, we're recording in the warehouse. In the warehouse. Um, but depending on how you feel with your safety, is it worth it? Is it worth for a customer to get angry over $10 and ruin your business, leave you bad reviews? That's a huge thing. Like yeah. in the panty world, there are public reviews. You know, they can crush your business. And I've sent panties before where they weren't strong enough. And I'm like, I will send another pair. I'll wear another pair for a week because I want you to come back. So you have to decide like how much is your safety worth to you? And same with same with these fucking e-commerce orders. If someone doesn't like their shit and then you realize they've placed 10 orders with you. You want to keep them. Yeah, it could, because their lifetime customer value could be exponential. Yeah, and that's that's really what you have to look at in business. Yes, Super yes every sale is important. But like in the end, when you get to the nitty gritty, like if they're a one a one order person, like you're only going to get that much out of them as a customer. So and- when... Agreed. When um when you are making your menus out there or pricing your products, price higher because higher quality customers pay more. If someone buys a $500 show with you, they're probably not going to be as spicy about it as a cheap customer who wants a nude for five bucks. 
So cutting them off before it even gets there, like following your gut, knowing your boundaries, mm-hmm. like, hey, my minimum for nudes is five nudes, but they are $5 a piece. Yeah, I just upped all your prices. <laughs> Me and Paige sat down. We went through everything that you could do, could sell, would do. That's why with, with your boundaries. And Paige and I came up with some new numbers and we raised them because mm-hmm. I wanted those numbers higher. So, like, value yourself, sluts. Even this morning, Paige was like, How much would you sell a condom for that you put on a dildo, fuck yourself, and then mail the condom? And she was like, You know, 30 bucks. And I was like, Well, I don't have condoms. They need to buy the condoms. <laughs> No, and fine. they need to pay my gas to go to the store. Exactly. Exactly. I, my rule of thumb is find the number you think you're comfortable with and double it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where we got. We were leaning more towards the 50 minimum mm-hmm. because to me, that's very similar to buying a panty that has some of my jizz in it. It's just a condom. And then what we get asked the other day, someone wanted me to fuck myself with a dildo that had a camera in it yeah which i i don't know has have any of you heard about this yet there's some dildo with a camera in the very end and and the end was the price would be like this high plus like we don't have that so you have to buy yeah you gotta the buy dildo the with the camera <laughs> and then that's the gift that keeps on giving then you can start selling yeah or you can get more customs like mm-hmm. somebody gets you that piece of equipment like you give them a little a little cut for a while because you already going to pull up the quality mm-hmm it's it's nice with the examples, but this morning, again, Paige texted me. I had a guy who was going to send me their cock cage key. Mm-hmm. So the guy would be wearing the cock cage that keeps his penis from not getting hard. There's still room for them to pee, but I'm holding the key. So I have to humiliate him day by day like, oh, you can't get hard. Ooh, I'm going to make your dick throb. Like mm-hmm. You can't take it off. I have the key. And she said, <laughs> that's what she said. Jesus Christ. Paige says, can you remember to tell me when that dude's keys come in? He apparently wants them back because I haven't chatted much to him since he sent them. But I told him he wouldn't get a lot of contact without them in my hand, which is absolutely true. Unless he's paying me to talk about it. Yeah. I don't have the key. Yeah. If you are doing anything that relates to the work for a client, like it's on the clock. (laughs) My first reaction, how do we damage control? And, of course, she had already tried, and he left her on red. So my brain kind of comparing situations like this before, I was like, well, here's, like, an, a suggestion of what you can say, like, as a last chance. Um, Might as well throw something. one more one more, one more dart. <laughs> I said, um, here's an example. You don't call the shots here. I'm going to make your tasks much more excruciating now. And if you don't message me back – You'll have to pay to get the keys back, little boy. You better do as you're told. Something like that. So we're waiting to see if that works. But it's like play a spin on what will work to your advantage. Mm -hmm. We damage control. You just have to. Even with reviews, whether it's replying back to review. We've had someone open a BBB case before, the Better Business Bureau. and We had to... You have to do the documentation, do like show them what was real. So, those are just kind of some scenarios that have been happening this week, and it's something we all in the office discuss because it's so situation to situation. But there's still so much in common with every situation. Yes, almost everything we touch also touches another 
element of the business or someone here. And the more we all know, the better. Like the more we know how to handle situations in the future, know how like we feel about things and like what our stance is on which ways to take. And yeah. So my conclusion is to Google the sign that says it's to Google customer service <laughs> pros and cons. <laughs> I think it's like Dunhill Dunhill Staffing Systems. When Google is your daddy, but everyone hates your dad. <laughs> well, I love Google. I just did a real quick figure out of how you found it. It shows that you really know me. There you go. I was like, look, I'll act like I'm doing something, even though it's nothing. <laughs> look, we're prepared. <laughs> so my takeaway, Google this sign. It's an image that says, bang your head here. So when you get an email that you don't like, just go over to the wall and do that. Or <laughs> are you encouraging people to slam their head into no, the wall? That was a joke. <laughs> or purchase a damn it doll. I'm sure you can find Ooh, them. I've had a damn it doll. But it's not a voodoo doll, but you can just fling that sucker around. You just smack it into shit. Yeah. Just you find feel better. something to like get get it out. Find before. something to abuse, but that's not alive. So in the strip club, you get denied more so than chosen to get dances or whatever. You know, it's a numbers game. So when you get denied, you have to kind of play those customer service skills. You know, hey, check out my friend over there. Like if you have a, an agreement with another stripper, like if you get her a guy, like she'll give you a little percentage mm-hmm. or something. Like different ways to instead of feeling... Every way to make the money. Yeah. Like <laughs> offer like, oh, I'll just give you a massage. Like use those customer service skills to upsell something else because they don't like one thing. Just because I got denied so much, but then I would like use it to my advantage. Like, oh, well, I'd love to just sit and chat with you. And sometimes they'll tip to chat, just kind of work in the different angles. Like how did with, with person to person in a strip club being such like an intimate face to face setting, when you had those like denials that were inevitable to happen, because not every customer is going to like vibe with each person. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you handle that? Like, how did you navigate? Did you just like peace out? Did you try to like reevaluate the situation and alter things? Like what was your approach? Good question. Since my name was Kitty, before I even asked for a dance, it'd be like, do you like good Kitty or bad Kitty? Because they always ask your name. So it gave them already two options. Do you want me to be dominant or submissive? I love that. That's smart as fuck. Thank you. Are y'all taking your notes? Do you have your <laughs> notebooks out? I'm a smart little bitch. <laughs> and sometimes like they didn't have money and they didn't want to. Like I gave it a few more minutes to show them that I was a high value dancer. Mm-hmm. But then I'd be like, all right, babe, I hope you enjoy yourself. You know, I got to go make my rounds. My boss will get mad at me. Like mm-hmm. blame it on something or just be dead serious. Like, hey, like I got to go. You know, I, I got bills go, to pay. I got to go somewhere I'm being paid. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then maybe like check back with them. Like, hey, doing okay? Do you need another drink? I'll let the bartender know for you. Sometimes men just being acknowledged and spoken to considerately strokes their ego and they might tip you when you get back up on the on the stage because mm-hmm. they don't – they'd rather do it that way. Like you never know. No, that's fair. And even with virtual sex work, a guy might say like, oh – I don't like your shaved pussy. I want a bush. Like, how can you accommodate that? <laughs> you could vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, a, well, you're going to have to yeah. wait. <laughs> you know, he doesn't like blondes. Like, oh, come out with a brunette wig on. Oh, how unfortunate. 
It's a lot harder with an, an order, I'd say. Um, sometimes people want customizations on their knives or dildos, and you have to say no, but we can do this. We yeah, can like, put a love note in there. <laughs> we can spice it up a little, just a little differently than what you had in mind. So we'd love to hear your comments and feedback about customer service. I know everyone can relate here. You've either been on the inside or the outside. Riley, I hope the Ambien has stayed in the medicine cabinet <laughs> and that all your fires got put out. I hope, as always, you learned something valuable and you learn how to be a successful customer service hoe. The customer isn't always right. Because you're always right, queen. You're that bitch. Set your boundaries. Hustle. Accommodate. Give options. Upsell. And the customer is not Not always always right. right. You're right, bitch. And fact check their asses. There you go. Bring the receipts. Block them. Escort them out the club. Tell them it's the final email you're sending. (laughs) It's the final email. Put them under fraud. Throw them in the dumpster. Yes. Ooh, the fraud rule. Yeah. So you can add... Yeah, if you fuck with us, we put you on fraud. You're not ordering with us again. Yeah, it'll block your address, your IP, (laughs) You thought you was going to place an order reverse. Cancel. I mean, definitely with your your threshold of boundaries, like decide when it's time to block a customer too. Mm -hmm. What's your boundary? It's not worth your peace. In 2020... To protect. Protect the peace. Protect your peace. Protect your peace. So, so yeah, protect your energy. Like, it's not that worth it. We've all been in customer service where a customer could ruin your whole day. Mm-hmm. But you're deciding for it to ruin your whole day. Mm-hmm. And we're not we're not crying over corporate America anymore. But we're not wasting our tears. Your emotions are valid. They we are. Work through them. Phone a friend. Do what you gotta do. We all phone a friend when this shit goes down. Yes. All right, bitches. We gotta get back to work. Bye, sluts. Bye. All right, sluts. It's the end of the show, so it's time to plug ourselves and pay some bills. So lube up. If you want to keep the show going and learn more about me and the team it takes to run this empire, you can check more out at professionalgoddess.com. My YouTubes, all my books, they're linked in the description of this episode. Want to send us love notes? Have questions? Or want to collab? Send us a message at management at professionalgoddess.com. And remember, every time you leave a five-star review, a unicorn has an orgasm. So keep the big O's coming. If you want to check out our socials, you can find the Slutrepreneur Podcast on Instagram. Connect with me on Insta at Miss Mothership and on TikTok at Rebecca Blue and at Weird Things I Sell. And connect with me on Insta at Strictly Biz Liz and Mostly Biz Liz on TikTok. We also have an X-rated Discord chat to connect with other sluts in the industry. DM us at Slutrepreneur on Insta to get the invite link. Lastly, if you want to get all up inside me, follow my free OnlyFans at Rebecca Blue and my explicit page at Rebecca Rabbit. Thanks for listening. We love you so much. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, refuse to be anything but successful. So go make that money, honey. We'll see you next time, queens. Bye. Bye.